0: You are, you are now tuned in, in, to, the in to the December 26er, December 26er podcast, podcast, where we where encourage you, you to, be to be extraordinary on an, ordinary, on an ordinary, day. ordinary day. What's up, 26er family? Welcome to the December 26er podcast. I am your host. Delicia, And welcome to another episode of the show. We are back after a brief hiatus. And I'm saying we, but I really mean I am back uh, because I am rocking this episode solo. Uh, So it's been just about a month since we announced that we were A, taking a break and B, scaling back our frequency of releasing episodes of the show. And I got to be honest with you, I had planned to take a couple of weeks off and then come on back. And a couple of weeks turned into a month. And I really grappled with whether I was ready to record this episode because I felt like, "Mm, I don't know if I have that much to say yet, or I'm still trying to get my thoughts together. But I decided that, you know what, I'm just going to go for it once again. I am just out here, Uh, no real notes, just kind of freestyling it. Um, But I felt like it was important to let you all know that we are doing well uh, and kind of just share my head and my heart, like where I am in this moment. So let's go back. I mean, DeMarcus and I, we talked a bit about what led to the hiatus. Uh, I think I sort of expressed some of what I was experiencing um, at the time, but I wanted to get into that a little bit more deeply. And let me tell you why this has become so hard for me. Like, If you listened to the show very early on when we first started, you know that those first 15 or so episodes was just me. I was talking about my life, the things that I had been through, what I had learned, um, and offering really guidance to my own thoughts about various issues that come up in life. But Since then, while I have weaved some of my story and DeMarcus has weaved some of his story into the show, it has really been about the guests, right? And and their experience is what really grounds the majority of the episodes. And if things resonate with me or I can relate to something, I may speak about my experience. But the whole purpose of the show has been to put a spotlight on the stories of Black and Brown folks and some allies here and there and it has allowed me to hide a bit. I mean, DeMarcus has said it on the show, and he jokes about it all the time that the lawyer and me, I can say a lot and people have they can think that I have really shared, but I really haven't told them anything at all. And there's so much of my story that is not out there yet. And actually I thought it would be easier to do that as the show progressed, but it has actually become harder. And I think that's because as the show has grown, um There are more and more people from various facets of my life who've discovered the show and who now listen. So it's hard to really be vulnerable and put yourself out there when you know that like this person might hear it or it's not just this anonymous community who happens to love the December 26th brand and discovered us by happenstance or discovered us because a loved one was on the show. Now these are very real people who I interact with on a regular basis who are hearing parts of my story that I think I have kept hidden or kept for certain ears only or certain eyes only. And now it's just out there. But as you know, if you've listened to the show for a long time, that I am a proponent of radical honesty. And that has to apply to myself as well. Um, It's an adjustment, especially for someone who is as private as I am, um, but it's so necessary. Uh, I've got to practice what I preach. and, And plus, I know that a lot of what I'm experiencing and I have experienced is not unique to me. And there are ties that bind all of us. And if that means that I've got to share more of my story so people feel less alone, uh, you know, at least, or more empowered, I really want to do that. I feel like that's a part of my calling and my purpose. So it's going to take some time. I'm not going to say that it'll happen overnight, but I am working towards doing that. And I think the direction that the show is going in is creating Space for that. Uh, so, you know, the fact that we said, hey, we're taking a step back from guests for the most part, uh, that means that I got to talk more. So, I'm going to get into it and we are going to see what happens. So, uh, when I came to DeMarcus and I-, I started talking about this, let me be honest, I think it was before uh, the end of 2021. I had already started saying, like, I don't know how much longer I can do this in this way. Something's really got to pop in 2022. I I don't know if I can just uh you know continue week after week without feeling like we're really advancing in a significant way to the extent that we could have more help or the show is putting up bigger numbers or we're getting bigger opportunities. Um and and so I started expressing that and I was really positioning 2022 as like a do or die year. Like, we have to go really hard. Like, this is the year we really have to knock it out of the park, uh, partially to make up for what we lost over the course of the pandemic, because we were building momentum and getting these really great opportunities. And if you were following us around that time, you know, like, we were featured by our digital ad agency for Black History Month. We had done a fireside chat about telling Black stories at City. All these things, you know, were happening, and it felt like, okay we are moving in the right direction. The the train is leaving the station. And then COVID happened and we really had to take a step back and we adapted and we started doing virtual interviews, something that we never did before. And we got some really great guests. So it was like, you know what? Okay. This is not what we anticipated for this season, but maybe everybody's home. So maybe we're in a situation where we'll get more eyes and ears on the show now that people are home and just on the internet all the time because we have nothing else to do. And honestly, you know, we had some really great moments and great upticks, but we weren't necessarily seeing the consistent growth in the way that we thought we would. So of course, we started having more conversations about marketing and the other things we needed to be doing online. And so I I originally came into 2022 saying uh, I don't know if I can continue to do this in the way that we've done it. We've got to really kick it into high gear this year. I went from saying that to, I don't think I can continue, or I don't know if I can continue to do this, end of sentence. And that was coming from a very real place. And uh, as you all know, if you listen to the show, there's so much has happened in my life and in DeMarcus's life over the last couple of years. And so the show itself, as much as I enjoy getting into people's stories and hearing about their full circle moments and really highlighting the lessons that they've learned that we can then provide to our audience, the show was feeling more and more like work. And I know if I know you all probably heard that quote, you know, if you do what you love, you'll never work a day in your life. Please. I, I call that <laughs> lies. Even if you're doing something that you're really passionate about, when you are trying to juggle so many different things and real life is getting in the way, even the things that you are really invested in and you know that you were put on this earth to to do can feel like a chore. And that is what was starting to happen with me. And in addition, it was starting to feel like the same thing week in and week out, like we're just running on this hamster wheel and trying to keep things going and build the momentum without really having the capacity or the bandwidth to be able to do all those ancillary things that are necessary to cut through the noise, right? You can have viral moments, you can have viral episodes, which we have had, but that doesn't necessarily sustain you in terms of growth. So you have to have that strategy in place with respect to digital marketing and the things that might be necessary to grow the show. And the reality of it is, I have a career. DeMarcus has a career. You know, we were doing this effectively as a duo, you know, with some help here and there, but really carrying the load, which was fine for a while. But as these really uh, significant life changes were starting to happen, it was really hard to do that. So it felt like, okay, we're churning out all this content, but it's just the same thing week in and week out. And are we really growing? And do we really have what is necessary? Do we have what it takes to invest in the show in a way to see massive growth. And I had to be honest with myself in saying that I don't have it right now. I do not have it. And I think we came into this knowing, you know, from the day I created the December 26th brand and even more so when I wrote Demarcus into it, I came into it knowing that it was going to take years and years and years to build The brand and manifest the vision that I had in my head, right? I I knew that. I knew this was going to be a long haul. I don't think I anticipated a how stalled we would, we would become just by virtue of the pandemic and everything sort of coming to a standstill. But not just that, like what was happening in our real lives. So many of you have, you know, reached out and said, Hey, you guys have continued through the pandemic. We appreciate you. Thanks so much for continuing to provide motivational content. Those of you who know me personally and are intimately familiar with the things that have happened in my life are like, wow, can't believe you've continued to do all of this. And you know, I took pride in being resilient and in keeping things going. But something or some things I should say became really prevalent and real in my life that I had to address. And and one of them with sleep debt. So I don't know if you guys know what that is, but sleep debt or sleep deficit is basically the cumulative effect of not getting enough sleep over a large amount of time. So not, for, like, not early in the pandemic, but when I first lost a really good friend, and then when I, it started then, and then when our father died, I started suffering from terrible, terrible, terrible insomnia. And I wasn't sleeping great before the pandemic, but that really sent me over the edge. And I was doing everything I could to try to get sleep, talking to my doctor. You know, they're like, try this medication. I was like, I don't want to be on Ambien. Okay, we'll try this other thing. So I was doing what I could, um, but I did not like uh, pharmaceutical intervention at all and never went on Ambien because I was hearing all the horror stories about it, but I did try something else. And that was really more so for anxiety. Um, And I didn't really like that either. So I was just sort of struggling along. And over time, my sleep did get better, but I felt like I was just so exhausted and I couldn't catch up even though I wasn't dealing with the insomnia in the way that uh, I was at, at an earlier time. And it was really like my therapist who was like, have you, sleep debt? Because I think that's what's going on here. And, and what I had really had, had to come to the conclusion on is that I had been without a good night's peaceful sleep for so long that my body was now trying to play catch up. And it was trying to play catch up without me really slowing down, if that makes sense. And so I could feel myself just not having the push and the energy to do something that, I am really passionate about, but it's not a requirement. And that's really the bucket the show had fallen into. There was a time where I felt like come hell or high water, we have to get these episodes out. No matter what has gone on, no matter what is happening in our lives, it has to go out. And if you're a longtime listener, you know, we have done it in the midst of all kinds of circumstances. We've recorded from Europe We were supposed to have a guest when we were in London. That guest fell through. We recorded, I think it was our first duo episode. Um, Then we uh, had a death in the family unexpectedly. It was right uh, around the time of that city fireside chat. We got on the mic and talked about that. You know, no matter what has happened, Hurricane Ida, all these things, we've made it work. And it felt like for me that this is something that we have committed to. And no matter what, I have to make it happen. And it got to a point where my body and my mind were like, okay, no, like this is not going to work. And it wasn't just the exhaustion piece. It was the health piece where all of the bells and whistles were going off that like I needed a moment. Um, So that, that feeling like a requirement started to really fade away a bit and I realized, okay, now is the time. I I don't know how I'm going to feel about this, but it was really liberating to say it out loud and I, and I have to give DeMarcus credit because he was the one who really pushed for it. We kept bringing it up like maybe it's time to take a break. You know, you, you don't want to end up in the hospital like maybe we just need to pause for a minute and things were uh, changing professionally for him and there were some other considerations we had to think about. And so we made the decision and once I actually made the decision I really took a deep breath and I was able to exhale and say, you know what? It was a hard decision to make, but it was the right decision. And so when we finally put it out there and people were reaching out to us like, oh, man, you know, a lot of people applauded our decision, but it was bittersweet for some of our longtime listeners as well, which I really didn't expect. Um, I knew we had like that, those core fans who really support the show and, talk back to us and give us great feedback and are very supportive but I kind of felt like people would be like oh okay like so what you're taking a break mm, no no big deal um I didn't realize that people were so passionate about the show and the content that we put out so that part was really hard and then came the first week in I don't know three and a half three and three quarters I don't know how long but a really long time number of years, uh, that we had not dropped an episode. Because if you've been listening from the beginning, that first year, I think we missed two. But since then, we've continued. We've figured it out every time. And I felt incredibly sad about it. I, I did not expect that. I didn't expect to feel like, man, all this all this time of being consistent and you know just saying, we're going to keep going. We're going to keep going. And let me just say this. We never intended to be a 52 episode per year show. That was not the the end game. We had a moment in mind. We said, okay, when we get to this point and there were certain things that had to happen, we felt like we would move until seasons into seasons. And until that happened, we said, we're just going to keep going. But when these moments, these pivotal moments in the show's journey and the brand and monetization and all that happens, then we'll go. And this was not that. This was not the season for it. It was totally not what I had envisioned. So in a sense, I felt like, man, I know this is what I need to do. I know that this is the right time to take a break. Um, But it was hard to relinquish that momentum and consistency. And I am a creature of habit and discipline in a lot of ways. So it felt like, wow, I, I had to wave the white flag. And I don't know how I feel about that. I'm not a person who Takes a break before my my schedule time. And I really had to sit with that. And what I realized uh, after thinking about it is that the show itself, two important things about the show. show. The show has been the most constant thing in my life for four and a half years, yes. right? Uh since we started, so many things about my life have changed. I've, you know, made started the next chapter of my career. I don't live in the same place that I lived in. Then I've made a lot of pivots in terms of like, even within my circle, people who've come in now and played such pivotal roles uh, in my life, people who've sort of faded away in a sense, romantic relationships have come and gone. Again, so much loss, but the show was the thing that I could count on that was constant. And not only was it constant, it gave me some sense of, of normalcy because it was the thing that I could control. And there's so much in my life that has felt out of my control, that has happened, feeling like it's happening to me, particularly in the last couple of years, to have this thing that I I can put my mind to and put my head together with DeMarcus and we figure it out and we plan and plot and we execute. Uh, and we've done that and we've had some really incredible wins. And we've had these moments where we have been able to help people launch the next phase of their brand as a speaker or you know whatever it is that they're trying to to, to build. So it felt like, okay, all these things that are happening around me, and a lot of which feels a bit chaotic um, and some of which are really traumatic, but here's this thing that I know is completely within my control in a lot of ways. And so it offered a sense of security, if if I can use that word. And, and I feel like I'm not the only one who may be experiencing experiencing this. You may have something in your life that you've been committed to for so long and you feel like it's either losing its luster or you need a break or it's time to pivot or it's time to move on completely and you can't seem to let it go. And that may be driven out of a sense of familiarity or because it is that thing that, you know, without a shadow of a doubt, if you do X and Y, that Z is going to appear or Z is going to happen. Um, So I had to assess what was really Driving my need to continue to do the show. Yes, yeah, some of it was passion, but I had to admit that it wasn't just all passion. I was doing it at the expense of my health uh, and my own well-being. And and some of it, quite frankly, not even just over the course of the pandemic, over the course of the entire show, has been a distraction for, from some other things—a willful distraction against some things I just wasn't ready to deal with and I wasn't ready to face. So when I took the show away, it was. Like, ooh, it was opening Pandora's box in a sense and sort of forcing me to deal with, okay, what was the show distracting me from? And now that I have time and space to really think and feel what's in there that I haven't been dealing with. And if I tried to unpack all of that on this episode, we'd be here for a really long time. So I'm not going to do that here, but I do realize that I was really operating from a place of how many of us have been socialized, and that is to value our output more than our well-being. And and so I had gotten to a point where you know by the second week of the show, not having released an episode, I was feeling not really sad at that point, but just guilty because so much of my personal value and how I view myself is tied to discipline and output. So when you're not moving in that space, you can feel a lot of guilt around not moving at full throttle on everything all at once. Um, but it didn't take long for me to shift my view. And, and you know, I think sometimes you don't realize how tired you are until you actually take time to rest. And it wasn't until, you know, I got off the hamster wheel that I realized how tired I really was and for me, it's not that I just got to rest. I'm not on a sabbatical. Like we took a break from the show, but work has not stopped. Work is just as crazy as it's ever been. Um, and uh, if you follow me online, you know I've been very serious about health and wellness. So I've been very disciplined about working out and fitness and sort of getting my health back to where it needs to be. And I want to talk about that within the context of those of you who may be considering. Uh, whether it's time to slow down. I I definitely want to get into that before I let you guys go today. And so I think it's a phrase that I have used, particularly in my professional career for a long time, but I don't know that I've applied it to my personal life. And that is sometimes we have to go slow to go fast. And this is where I feel like I am in my life. I'm slowing down uh, and preparing for at some point, what is going to be a pivotal moment where everything accelerates And I know we can feel like, oh man, I hear you, but if I slow down, I'm losing valuable time or I'm falling behind on the thing that I already feel behind on. And while I know that feeling, and while I know I am grappling with that still a bit, there is value in taking a step back and there's value in saying, you know what? I have been going full speed ahead, but am I even checking in with myself to make sure that I'm going full speed ahead in the right direction? Uh, Because many of us are just head down, sticking with the original plan, not realizing that the original plan is not even viable anymore. Or maybe it is viable, but you've been moving at such a pace that you're going to burn yourself out before you even get to the finish line. And those periods of deciding to, you know reprioritize what's important to you or or put a focus on uh maybe what you have been neglecting or just saying you know what uh my day job is taking a little bit too much from me at this point and i need to focus on that i don't have time to keep all the balls in the air i have fully rejected um this hustle culture where we are expected to do the day job all day and stay up half the night writing that screenplay or working on the passion projects When I was 25, that was cool. Now I'm at an age and stage in my life where uh, my well being is equally as important. My uh, rest is equally as important. Listening to my body, listening to my heart, checking in with my emotions, seeing where I am psychologically. All those things are more important than hustling to me. And I I feel like the tide is changing where we are recognizing as a culture the importance of balance and self-care. It's gonna be hard work. I don't know if I'll ever have complete balance in my life. But I have seen the this the, the scales shift a little bit in favor of my well-being. And, and does that mean the show has slowed down? Yes. Uh but it feels right. It doesn't mean it feels good every day, but it feels right. And that's what I am sitting with and I've been doing a lot of introspection and really thinking about where I am and what I want out of my life. And so that's really what I want to leave you with. I know people may be saying like, mm, I'm grappling with the same thing. How do I know whether it's time to slow down, right? And and I asked the same question. I was talking to Demarcus about it and I was like, what if we were on the cusp of like our breakthrough, our big moment, with everything with respect to the December 26th of brand changes for the better. And what if we are pressing pause at exactly the wrong time? We have all heard those stories where people are like, I almost gave up. I was just about to throw in the towel and the next day, you know, whatever happened, I got the phone call that changed my life and and I had I had those questions in my head, but in my gut I knew that that was not the moment to push through. I knew I wasn't sacrificing Some big break by choosing to slow down. And that all came from my instincts. And I think we all know inherently what it is we need to do, right? If you are really walking in your purpose and you have this vision and this passion, your intuition is going to speak to you throughout the process. It doesn't mean that it's always loud and clear, but you will get those moments where you know in your gut, okay. Taking, taking a moment to just regroup and slow down or taking six months or a year, whatever it is for you is necessary right now. And those outside voices and social media and all that stuff will make you second guess that decision. And you may be saying, Oh, I think I'm right there. If you are really right there, your, your instincts will tell you. But if you're feeling like I need a break right now, I need a minute to just take a step back and focus on me and make sure I'm good. You're not wrong. I'm telling you, you're not wrong. Another thing I want to offer um, with this, this concept of like, when to know whether you need to slow down. And this is something I actually did retrospectively. Uh, I didn't do it before I decided to take a break, Um, but it just sort of popped up in my memory. And I was like, Hmm, let me revisit that. So years ago, Um, I had done a women's uh, like all day workshop retreat type deal. And one of the exercises that we did during that event was something called the life change index scale. And if you Google it, it'll come up. Um, But essentially what the life change index scale is, is it's a list of changes in your life, just things that have happened and you attach a score to those things. And once you attach a score based on the, the chart that they give you, uh, you add those scores up and then the higher your total score, the higher the likelihood of illness in your near future. So, and it's like a time frame; It's if these things have happened within the course of, I think it's either six months or a year. So I had done the life change index scale after I had made the decision to slow down, but I decided to just do it. And what ended up happening is, I realized that my score was off the charts, which would explain why I started to have health challenges last year. Um, And so I know we are positive people and we try not to speak negativity and put that out into the air. But the reality of, of it is if you are not taking care of your body and you are under an unusual amount of stress, even if you are taking care of your body, it has its impacts. Anytime we adjust in our lives or we're forced to adjust, you're also forcing your body to adjust because your routines are changing, whatever it is, your adrenal glands may be going through some stress response situations, and that will impact your health and wellness. And let me also say this, when I say adjustments, I mean adjustments, both good and bad, because I've had great things happen in my life over the course of the last two years, in addition to The terrible things and even the great things require adjustment. You buy a home, you decide to move, everything about your routine is changing. If you have children, it's new school districts, it's figuring out who's your local dry cleaner. It's renovations, it's this, it's that. All of those things have an impact on your body as well. And I think we often see the new job or the new home or the new city as what it is. And that's an amazing new opportunity, amazing new chapter in life. And that is all great. But there are things that come with that, that we have to rise to the occasion on that is taking something out of you in a way that you may not even realize. Right. And, and the beauty of a new job is like, it's a new opportunity to gain new skills or, you know, make a change, build out new systems, do whatever, or starting a new business, all of that. And that is great, but it requires a different level of focus and effort from us. And I don't think we think about how that impacts our our systems, m- mental, physical, psychological, emotional, all of it. So uh, I would encourage you, if, if you feel like I, I can't get a good read on my gut, go find that life change index scale and um, take it, like figure out what your score is. And if your score is, is really high, it might be a signal to figure out where you need to uh, slow down. And and slowing down does not mean a full hiatus. Like clearly I'm still working really hard. It just means that it's time to downshift in some areas and reprioritize others. I'm not at a place in my life where I, I can just, you know, take a year off and go travel the world on some eat, pray, love situation. If you can do that, God bless you. I am not there uh, just yet, uh, but I am in a downshift. And sometimes that's all it means um, to to really slow down. That's it. It's just taking a downshift and realizing that some things have to move on the chessboard. And that is what uh, has happened. So as we continue on this journey I'm going to continue to talk about this. I, I will leave you um with this. And one of the questions that was posed to me uh after going on hiatus with the show and just sort of wrapping my head around the season of my life was, what is the emotion that has been most dominant for me? And I was having this conversation with a couple of friends and they were like, oh, it's got to be grief, right? Everything you've been through, it's got to be grief. And I was like, mm, I thought so too, but that doesn't feel quite right. And it took a while, like days, for me to really name what it is that I have been feeling. And um, when I did figure it out, it oh my God, it it hit me like a ton of bricks. And what I realized is that a lot of the emotions that were on the surface were really like a manifestation of really what was going on underneath. Um, really deep-seated emotion that I, I had not really addressed and all this other stuff was just being exacerbated by it. Of course, the grief is real. I've been through a lot. The grief is real for a lot of us after the last couple of years. But often, you know, you can be saying like, I don't know why I'm angry or I don't know why I am bored or I don't know why I'm, I'm, I have fear or I don't know why I'm anxious. And you think that those things are the issue but it could be something else going on underneath the surface uh, and all of those things are really intensified by that emotion that you have not yet identified or put a name to and I am going through that process I know you're probably thinking like well what is the emotion D? um I'm gonna hold that for right now i I'm I'm still unpacking it at the moment and there is a lot to work through there I'm also writing about it. It will probably come out on the show, um, maybe even before I, I release the writings on it. But I, if you are deciding to to downshift in your life, I would just encourage you to do that work. Really take stock of where you are emotionally and take some time. It may not come immediately, but take some time to check in with yourself and see what is it that you have not been addressing that's going on internally with you and is manifesting maybe in other areas of your life or in certain behavioral patterns um, or dissatisfaction or what have you. Do that work. It's hard work, um but it is very, very liberating. And out of it, it has really um helped me to name some desires that I, that I had long forgotten about. And, you know, oftentimes we can get in our groove and we're living the life that that we've been handed and all those things. and and out out of that, some of your dreams and some of the things that you want out of life have been pushed to the back burner. and, this time for me has been like a season of like rediscovery of things that I had just buried so deep that are, are, were once important to me. And I'm rediscovering how important they are. And I'm starting to reframe my life. I'm starting to rethink what it is that I want out of life. Uh, I am starting to be more honest with myself and others about the support that I need um, and what I want to see things look like for me in the next decade or so. So Let me just tell you, I miss dropping episodes every week. I miss interacting with you folks on a more consistent basis. But this has been the most exhausting yet freeing season for me. Um, It does feel like just a a shift is happening and uh, I am... Going through another phase, I don't want to call it reinvention. I'll call it expansion uh, into what I I, what I want my life to be, what I want the show to be, and I know the brand is only going to be better for it. Uh, It's going to be much more sustainable. I'm going to be able to keep up uh, much better as I start to pivot and determine what's most important to me and what's most important to me specifically related to the show. So, if you are looking for permission to take a step back, if you feel it in your gut, you know it's time to downshift and reprioritize, consider this uh, the nudge you need to do that. If you know there are things that you are not addressing internally with you that may be making life (laughs) even harder, take the time to do the hard work. I promise you. I promise you it is worth it. And I promise you, you will feel better for it in the end. Uh, Look, I I think we're back. And when I say I think I got to get with Demarcus and talk to him, but um, we probably will go back to the bi weekly cadence or something similar. But more importantly, I'm listening to my body, I'm listening to my heart, and I'm doing what's best for me uh, and honoring my needs. So you can hold me to it. I'm going to try to hold myself to it, but I am leaving room for flexibility and pivoting. For those of you who have sent such positive and supportive messages over the last few weeks, um about this change in the season that we're in we really really appreciate it i will tell you uh social media is not going dead uh one of the things that i have done in this time is gotten more help so you'll see uh some flashback stuff from old episodes you'll see some more of my written thoughts the monday morning move will continue it may be in written form for a while we may go back to video i don't really know but i promise you uh, some content is coming we just will not return uh, two weekly episodes for the foreseeable future. but I'll be dropping little nuggets as I learn and gain those lessons in my life. I will be passing them on to you. so I hope you will stick with us. listen if you have enjoyed this episode uh that has just been a bunch of my musings, you all know I'm very like regimented and I like to do things in a certain order in an organized way. This was just sort of what was on my mind once again. but if you have taken something from it, do me a favor like share comment give me feedback I feel a little bare right now and so if you're enjoying this I would appreciate you letting me know I'm stepping out of my comfort zone continuing to do that also if you've enjoyed it and you feel like someone else could benefit from this do me a favor post about it send it to them and let them know uh, that we're still doing the work over here even if it's not every week and after you have done all of that you know what to do Remember to be extraordinary on an ordinary day. Take care. Thank you for listening to the December 26er podcast. I am your host, Delicia. This episode was produced by Demarcus Adisa, and music was provided by Thovo. You can find us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at December 26er. That's December 26ER.